Today on episode number 485 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, which you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 485, I've got a free tool for you that will help your audience understand how to subscribe to podcast. I'm going to tell you where I'm going with some tools in the future, and we're going to talk about the very first thing you need to start a podcast, and it's not a microphone. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. That was a long time ago. I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, we talk about all things podcasting, and along the way, I help you massage your message. I help you flatten the learning curve. I help you... Face your fears, and I help you tackle the technology, get you on the road to pain-free podcasting, and our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Feel like starting a podcast? Got a gift for you. That's right, a gift. We're going to talk about that today. Simply use the coupon code LISTENER and save on your first month. And uh, you know what? Let's throw that in here while we're at it. Uh, The School of Podcasting is going to be going through some price changes in the future, right now, you pay one twenty nine a month for the first month, and then ten dollars a month every month after that. And um, recently, I switched the back end of the school of podcasting. And to make a long story short, uh, the coupon thing is kind of weird. Like you get a coupon, that listener code, yeah, that saves on that, and then it works on every single month after that. So you end up like getting months for like next to nothing. And so in the future, I think I'm going to just make it one constant price every single month, I think. But just so you know, if you want to get in for the big price and then the only $10 a month, that gets you step-by-step tutorials. It gets you uh, monthly access to me on our live, what we now call office hours. you got the private Facebook group. We're going to save you time and money, just so you know. I don't, don't normally plug stuff up front, but just letting you know. Towards the end of the year, we're going to be doing something different over there because um, it's just a little weird at this point. But I want to tell you about a free tool that um, I've had in the past, and it just got a facelift. And so everybody's like, we all know we want people to subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, it's great when they leave reviews and rate us. But in the end, the bottom line is we need people to subscribe. And the great thing is we have free apps like the podcasts app from Apple. And, but what if you have somebody who's never heard of it? Well, now if you go to learn to subscribe, that's learn just to subscribe.com. I've got a video there that shows people how to use the podcasts app and it shows them how to subscribe. Now it's free. Now, of course, why is it free? Cause I show people how to subscribe to my podcast, but I do it in a generic way where I'm like, type in the name of the program you're looking for. And uh, if you ever want a custom learn how to subscribe kind of video, let me know. Uh, contact me. That may be a service I start providing for people because it's a, easy for me to make a quick video like that. And um, what I've also done is I've made it so that you can copy the embed code and put it on your website. So if you want to have a you know page on your website that shows people how to subscribe you could do that and then you know add text to it that says hey type in the name of my show not the name of Dave's show so if you're interested in that check it out at learn to podcast.com 
In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. Thank you, Mike, over at Music Radio Creative. You can find that over at schoolofpodcasting.com slash MCR if you want cool little transitions and such. Love those guys. And uh, speaking of Mike's, every Saturday I do a live, used to be a call-in show, and now it's, I guess, a blab-in show. It's called Ask the Podcast Coach. It's every Saturday at 1030 Eastern Standard Time. And you can find that at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, as well as in iTunes. And one of the things I've been doing is I have an after show because I'm playing with Patreon. And if you're new to the show, I love to play with stuff and try out different strategies so I can kind of report from firsthand knowledge. And this last week, we were in the post show and uh, Mike Dell from podcasthelpdesk.com. And of course, Mike is one of the tech support guys for Blueberry which you can find at blubry.com. It's a cool media host. Use the coupon code SOP free to get a free month at Blueberry. And Mike is well aware that um, I'm not a fan of SoundCloud. They lost $29 million last year. They've been doing all sorts of things that are just, that really make me nervous. I don't think they're, I really don't think they're going to be around much longer. There's a lot of things that just seem really, really weird. And so uh, Mike came on and he had, he said, have you heard, you know, kind of what SoundCloud has been up to? And I'd heard some things about their links getting a little weird. And so uh, Mike came on. So here's a clip from the after show of Ask the Podcast Coach. I just got to mention SoundCloud. Uh, They made a change that. I don't know if it's impossible, but they definitely changed the links to the direct download. So if people were going into their feed, getting the direct download, then posting in PowerPress or posting somewhere else, they, they broke all those downloads. Now let me, not that Mike didn't explain that in plain English, but just let me understand this. So your, your podcast, like when you click on the play button, it says, Hey, let's just use the word chair. The MP3 file is sitting in the chair. SoundCloud went over and went, you know what? We're going to move that over to the couch. So when your player goes, hey, I'm going to go get the MP3 file in the chair, the couch goes, I don't know what to tell you. I got a whole lot of nothing. So in the essence, your podcast is broken. Thank you, SoundCloud. Uh, I had a a gal that uh, her podcast just quit working because SoundCloud broke the downloads. Nice. So you have to go back and... A, if you go back and try to find the download, if they haven't blocked it. Wow. They might have even blocked it completely. We're not sure yet. Nice. Yeah, because this that's a first. Dave Jackson almost speechless. It was always a hassle. I had to always go into my RSS feed in Google Chrome so I could see the actual RS, the actual link to the MP3 file. And because SoundCloud makes it that easy and throw it in. I never, I think I have like three episodes that I did that once on like the Jillian Michaels show or something like that. Yeah, they, from from what I understand, they they are really really trying to get everybody that's podcasting with them to use their feed. Mm. So they kind of force they're forcing the issue by I, I think they changed it so you have to go back and redo all your links. So if you had a hundred shows, you got to go back and find a hundred new links. And, and you know if you're using a feed off of your own site, nice. So yeah, well, that that is, that's so painful. 
you know, and you got to go back in and, and drill into every single show and then change the direct link back to something else or to move over or to whatever. And this is why when I talk about media hosts, if, if we talk about if, if you're new to the show, I have some criteria. Number one, whatever I upload to my media host, be it, you know, the name of the file, my ID3 tags, and if it's 128 kilobits per second stereo, I want to download it exactly what I uploaded. And so when people go, well, what's the big deal about the file name? This is why. If you ever move your host, it's nice if you can just say, hey, it used to be this, now it's that. But you can't if every single file has changed, which is also why I'm not a huge fan of Mediafire. They're, uh, they change your name as well, I believe. But uh, yeah, so I know SoundCloud, they do a great job of marketing. But as a podcast host, if you've never heard this, this is just another reason why they're just not a good solution. I know they're cheap, but it's just you're painting with peanut butter. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. Also in podcasting news, now I am the former director of podcasting for the New Media Expo. And to be honest with you, I was really getting worried about uh, Rick Coulter from, or excuse me, Rick Calvert from the New Media Expo because nobody had heard from him. He just disappeared. And the VIP ticket has been rather MIA as well. Well, the Rick finally surfaced, and I'll read you the email that he sent out. It says, as a VIP ticket holder, you are entitled to a virtual ticket as part of your VIP package. Due to a series of unforeseen circumstances, the virtual ticket is very late this year, and I feel terrible about it. Now, for the record, just everybody, so everybody knows, I was to deliver all the audio files to Rick and crew no less than a month before, uh, after the Numbi Expo last year, and I got them to them on day 29 verified that everybody could get to the files and it was great. So I did my part. That was one of the things that kind of bugged me is I was taking a lot of flack for this and it wasn't my fault. Um, In fact, I offered multiple times, what do I need to do to get this out? So Rick says, I also feel awful about not effectively communicating why the virtual ticket is late and when when it will be available for use. I'm very sorry for making you wait and not keeping you informed. So at least he's not, you know, he's just saying, yeah, we messed up. The delay in your virtual ticket took place for three reasons. The first reason is our website was hacked. The second is that we are short-staffed. That's, uh, yeah, that's definitely true. I'll leave that one alone. We are making changes with our team, and it has left us shorthanded for a bit. Lastly, and most importantly, while all this was going on, I had several family emergencies come up in my personal life. I was overwhelmed and honestly um, just checked out, which is what he did. I mean, I had talked to numerous people and nobody had heard from him. I really was worried that he, like, you know, died or something. Uh, My staff will tell you they couldn't reach me either. Well, I just did. Now, for the record, I'm no longer on staff with the New Media Expo. You've noticed uh, I have not been online in social channels or anywhere else. Yeah, he just flat out disappeared. It may sound strange coming from someone who has been hyper-engaged online for a decade now, but I'm a very private person in my personal life. I didn't want to discuss the nature of my family's circumstances or cause unnecessary worry. I realize now that I should have allowed my team to be more transparent. Yeah. Anytime you leave 
your audience wondering what's going on, they're probably going to think the worst. I mean, that's just in, in my experience as a customer service rep back in the day, back in the day. Uh, yeah. Don't leave your customers. I always tell people, I use the analogy or, or the example of the, the cable company where they go, yeah, we'll, we'll be there somewhere between, I don't know, eight and four. Now, if you give them bad news and say, you know what, in reality, if they said, we're going to be there at two thirty, Now, the customer probably wants them there at like 8.30 in the morning, not 2.30 in the afternoon. But if you give them, quote, the bad news that we're not going to be there till 2.30, now the customer can do something from 8 to 12 and not just sit there and go, I wonder if they're going to show up next. So sometimes delivering bad news is the best thing you can do. Just my thought. Uh, I'm not making excuses to hide anything or to gloss over the poor communication you experienced and asking about the virtual ticket. I'm only letting you know the reason why it has taken so long to fix this for you. As NMX and the NMX community has never experienced anything like this in the past, we hope you understand. I hope you can forgive me. I'm all for that. Uh, I promise that as of now, I'll be available to answer any and all of your questions going forward. Well, that's good to know. Uh, Again, I apologize for the delay and the frustration you experienced in getting answers, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to make it up to you. So there are some things that are still a little weird that make people a little nervous. Uh, if you go out, I'm going to do this live, uh, nmxlive.com, because the last time I checked, there are no dates for the New Media Expo. And if you go down to I Want to Attend, um. And it's letting me know the connection is not private. That's a little weird. But I will go ahead and say proceed. And yeah, security. Okay, so that just says it right. No, security is saying no, this is a bad idea. Um, so there's some issues still with their website. So, but the good news is Rick has surfaced from the New Media Expo, which means it'll probably happen next year, which is good. I didn't want to see it go away. And if you are a uh, person that's waiting for your virtual ticket, you should have received that email. If you didn't go out to nmxlive.com, of course, once their website is fixed. And uh, I think that's where you can get some support. Today, we're going to talk about the very first step of starting a podcast. And so many times people jump into this and they start talking about microphones. And that's a very logical place to start. But over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking about, I guess I'm going to call this podcasting top to bottom, not A to Z, because that's my buddy Cliff Ravenscraft's, uh, his class. We'll call it podcasting top to bottom. And we're going to kind of go over different areas of a podcast and kind of take a deep dive. And so many people think podcasting starts with the microphone. It doesn't. You're like, really? Where does it? It starts with an idea. And that idea is probably fueled by a need. Now, that need may be to help people. It may be to maybe you want to make people laugh. Maybe you want to, I don't know, make them cry, uh, think, groan. Maybe you want to inspire them. Maybe you want to connect and maybe you want to have some sort of impact on people. That is where your podcast starts. Not with a microphone. It starts with an idea. And so sometimes we're not sure. We have to hone that idea. 
to which I just simply ask you a couple quick questions. What do you like? Like, what do you talk about a lot? For me, it's podcasting. It drives my wife crazy that about every other conversation is about something I heard on a podcast or whatever. What are you good at? Is there anything you're really good at? I know when I was in probably the sixth grade and I would write these little essays for church, I'd write them for school, and people would say, you should be a writer. You have a way of of telling a story. And so I guess I'm good at that. And that really leads my to the extra part, to the extra point. And, and that is, what do other people think you're good at? And I've had people tell me in the past, they, they think I'm funny and entertaining. I'm, I'm somewhat, when I'm awake, quick-witted, quick-witted, can't talk today. Then the other thing that's kind of easy to figure out is, well, what don't you like? Because it's easy to say, well, I'm not going to talk about that. And one of my favorite books on really coming up, and we'll be talking about this as we go through how to form your episode. There's a great book called The Secrets of Dynamic Communication. It's by, he said, pulling it up behind the scenes because I was reading it here this uh um, it's Ken Davis. Couldn't uh, remember it there. Ken Davis. And this is the guy behind the score conference. And according to the book, he says, you're either intending to persuade people or enable people. So a persuading person would go everyone, every, you know, whatever person, dog, cat, female, male, business, whatever, every blank should blank. So for me, I might say every coach should podcast. Every business should podcast. Or it's an enabling statement such as every coach can podcast. And he says, really, that's it. At the bottom of every message, it's either persuading or enabling people, either telling them why they should do something or explaining how to do something. And I was thinking about this at first. I thought, nah, I don't know if I'm buying that. But I thought of even sports shows are kind of insinuating that everyone can or should cheer for their team or that they're going to be better this year or things like that. You know, a comedy show might be getting you to think about something in a different, more funny way. So there are all sorts of ways that you can shape your idea. Now, one of the things that stops people right here, right now, is you get that idea in your head and then the little voice in your head goes, why would anyone listen to you? Right? This is a common response. And it's easy to focus on ourselves, right? Why would anybody listen to me? How am I going to look? I might look silly. I might look stupid. We are our favorite subject after all, right? I mean, think about it. Aren't we kind of, I mean, behind the scenes, things we don't say in public, we are probably our favorite subject. I'm, I am I like me. I want me to live a long time. Is that selfish? So instead of focusing on what other people will think about you, because that often will hinder us, think about what you are giving them. Have you ever had a gift that you just know the person's going to love? For me, after when I was a teenager, you know, you'd buy your mom a sweeper or a blender or something like that. And when I was in my 20s, 
um, it dawned on me that I'd never seen my mom really buy new clothes a lot. I don't know where she got a lot of hand-me-downs from her sister, even when they were in their, you know, 50s and all. They would swap clothes, and it was weird. Well, not weird, but I just never saw my mom in new clothes. And I bought her this cool um, kind of white dress with a black collar and black trim, and my mom had white or black hair, and I just knew she was going to look great in it. Now, you didn't see me going, oh, I don't know. She might not like it. I, I could be, oh, hmm. You know, I don't know if I should give it to her. Now, there are gag gifts, right, that you're not sure if somebody's going to like. But in this case, I knew my mom was going to like this because it was, for lack of a better phrase, very frou-frou. My my mom was very, uh, she didn't get much frou-frou stuff. So it's usually not scary to give someone a gift they know they will love. So instead of focusing on us, right, well, what are people going to think about us? Why should delivering content that's going to positively impact someone? And by that, I don't mean it's it's positive. I mean, no, it's going to impact them in a positive way. Why would that be scary? I'm going to help someone. I'm going to make them laugh. I'm going to make them think. Why would that be scary? So don't focus on what they're going to think about you. Think about what you're going to do for them. And in that book, again, called Secrets of Dynamic Communication. It says communication is about the person. And what I want to say here is that this is another one that I picked up from my buddy, uh, Addy Saucedo, over at the doitpodcast.com. Don't think about the audience. Think about that one person. Because when you first start out, you're going to be having one person, you know, listened to by tens of people. Think about one person you're going to be helping you're going to be persuading, you're going to be instructing, or you're going to be entertaining. Don't think about the the thousands because that'll freak you out. Think about that one person and think about the awesome gift you're giving them. And if you're not sure it's an awesome gift, go back to the drawing board. So how do you know if your podcast is going to impact your audience? How do you know that when they open up your gift that is your podcast, they're going to go, oh my gosh. I can't believe you made this for me. This is awesome. I can't wait to tell my friends. Well, it's easy. It's simple, but you'll see what I mean by here. You need to live in your subject. Now, a lot of us call it the niche, right? You need to live in your niche or niche or niche, depending on how you want to pronounce that. But you need to hang out where your audience hangs out. Now, this could be Facebook groups, Google groups, LinkedIn groups, meetup.com, the grocery store, wherever they are, you need to go where they are and see what they're talking about. You can read books about your subject. You can read blogs about them as well. You can watch movies about your subject. You need to dive deep into the pool that is your subject. And again, this is one of those simple but not always easy kind of things. Just do it, but sometimes finding where they are is not always the easiest thing. But they're really... There's no shortcut here if you want to feel confident that you're giving them a gift they will like. Otherwise, you're guessing, well, I think they're going to like it. And once you know who your podcast is for, then you know what to talk about. So really what we're talking about today is the who and the why of podcasting. And I've kind of hit on these in the past a little bit, but I really wanted to bring it home today to say it really starts with an idea. And so when we talk about why are you getting into podcasting, well, there are lots and lots of reasons. 
we've gone over these in the past, and uh, let's just briefly cover these. Number one, you're going to be seen as an expert. I've talked about this before. I think one of my favorite examples is I do the Logical Weight Loss Podcast where I say at, at the beginning of every show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a dude like you trying to lose weight. And yet I get questions like I'm like a medical expert. Why? Because I have a podcast. You're going to reach a global audience. You're going to find like-minded people. Why? Because the people who aren't like you won't listen to your show. And sometimes you're like, well, they're not going to like me. Look, there are 7 billion people on the planet. It's okay if that person doesn't. It's going to, if you, if you're a company, you could boost sales of your own products. You could boost your speaking confidence. If you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm not very good at um, that, that, um, what's it called? Speaking. Yeah. It's the way you can engage your community, whatever that community is. Now, this is not, you can make additional income. And for more information on that, check out my book, More Podcast Money at morepodcastmoney.com. Now, I didn't say you could make a living, although people are starting to do that. Right now, I'm calling it additional income. I have a uh, interview this week coming up with someone who's making about $40,000 with their podcast. So we'll be talking about that in the future. And then here's the other, another great reason to get into podcasting. It's fun. It's fun. It's something you do with your friends and your family. You could care less if you make any money. You're just hanging out with your buds, having a good time, right? It's, it's a girl's night out and you record it. By all means, those are reasons to get into podcasting. Now, the why, we talked about the who, the why is the rudder of your podcast boat, right? This is what steers the ship. It helps direct the content so that your podcast will help achieve your goal. Because if you're trying to get people to sign a petition, if you're trying to get people to buy your product, if you're trying to get people to email you and, and give feedback, those are going to steer your content. You might be asking for a whole lot more feedback if that's your goal than if you just want to get the word out there, right? If your message and your goal are out of sync, well, then you're going to find it harder to achieve your success. So who are you podcasting for and why are you podcasting? Now, the main hurdles of podcasting, and we'll kind of be hitting these over the the next couple weeks. There are many things that stop people from podcasting. And so number one, no one's going to listen to you. Well, I'm here to tell you, yes, they will. People just like you will find you because you're going to go out. Remember, you live in your niche and you're going to politely bring up towards the end of the conversation that you started a podcast. Another one is you hate your voice. We've talked about this. It's a science thing. You actually listen to yourself through your skull. And when you listen to through just your ears, it sounds different. Another one is I just need that one thing. I got to find the right music. Um, I got to get the right mic. I need the pop filter. I need to, I need the right theme. I need the, no, no, hold on. We're starting with your idea, but these are things that stop. You know, people might say negative things. If I go back to good old Audi, Audi, Audi Saucedo. How about that one? How about Addy Saucedo? There we go. Do it. Podcast.com was worried about starting her podcast. This is my favorite example. I keep telling everybody this was really worried. Postponed her podcast. 67 positive. Five-star reviews. She was worried about negative comments. I'm not a geek. That's another one. Oh, I, me and technology are not friends. Trust me, you have the skills. You do. If you can use Microsoft Word, if you've ever uploaded a picture to Facebook, you have the skills. 
And the other one is I don't have time. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. Turn off the TV. Turn off Netflix and turn off uh, YouTube. You've got time. And I know that speaking in public is the number one fear among humans, which is interesting because that means if you're at a funeral, you'd rather be the person in the casket than the person delivering the eulogy, which I find kind of odd. But here's something to think about. And I've been using this new analogy lately, and that is a podcast is a recipe. And let me give you an example here. My wife makes this kick butt spaghetti sauce and she puts, I believe, sugar in it. It, Like she starts off with, I think, Prego and then she just doctors the crap out of it. And so to watch her make it, you might think she has no idea of what she's doing because she doesn't measure anything. She has these core ingredients, right? It starts with uh, Prego. I think it's Prego. But at some point, she just adds a little bit of this, a little bit of that. She'll sample it and then tweaks it some more and then she'll sample it and then she'll add some more of this and that and tweak and tweak and dash and pinch and more dashes. And in the end, it's awesome. And I'm sure it took her years to perfect it. I lucked out. When I met her, I was like, this is kick butt stuff. But every now and then, when we talk her into making spaghetti, we'll all be sitting down at the table and she'll go, ugh, this needs more whatever, oregano or something. And so to her, it's still missing something. Meanwhile, the rest of us are like popping the buttons on our pants, like fighting for seconds. So you're always going to have the chef that goes, oh, it needs oregano. While the re- your audience is like going, nom, 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 nom. And so I've said this before, when you aim for perfection and you miss, you land on really, really, really good. Now, if you never serve your sauce until it's perfect, people are going to starve. And to me, I say in a world of Kardashians and celebrity wife swapping, my God, are we starving for good content? Uh, seriously, we're, we need your food. The food that's in your kitchen It's time to serve it. Throw it on a plate and put it out there. Now, this is why I'm saying start with the idea and not with the microphone. Podcasting starts with an idea that's fueled by a feeling. Many times it's a feeling of, I just want to be heard. But it's not a microphone. And if you've not figured out what you're going to do, what you're going to podcast about, and you take that step to purchase the equipment, because you hear Dave say, well, start with an Audio-Technica 2100 USB microphone, which I would, but you're fueling the stupidity fire. And that stupidity fire is that voice in your head that goes, I told you you couldn't do it. Why are you doing it? That, that guy, right? Now, why does buying a microphone fuel the stupidity fire? There's a chance that every time you see that microphone, it's going to say, you haven't launched yet. It puts pressure on you that you've spent money and you need to podcast so you don't look stupid buying a microphone. You better hurry up. You put out 50 bucks. What, what, What kind of return on investment? You better, who needs this pressure? You're trying to come up with an idea. You need to be creative and loose, not tense and like, ugh. So, Again, you don't want to feed the stupidity fire to fuel that voice in your head that probably already lacks self-confidence. 
right? We, sometimes we just don't have a whole lot of confidence in ourselves. That sometimes is natural. And unless you have some sort of background in speaking in public or, or whatever, you're not going to be confident in your decision to start a podcast. And you know what? That's okay. I wasn't super confident the first time I ever tried to water ski. And I failed miserably, about drowned to death. That's okay. Most people don't get up the first time they try to water ski. So with this now, if I had said, oh, I'm so, now, what if I bought a pair of water skis after almost drowning? Wouldn't it be like, oh, that was a waste of money. Way to go, idiot. So don't don't buy the skis yet. Don't buy the microphone yet. I, I am so proud of you that you are so enthusiastic that you just want to buy the equipment now. Let's get that idea down. Don't purchase the equipment because it might turn around because it could, it could inspire you that you need to keep moving. It could also go, it could also make you feel stupid when it's been a while and you haven't launched yet. So here's, here's what I want you to do. Write down just three. Let's go with three ideas for your first couple of podcasts. Just do a quick exercise. You know, write down what your first three episodes would be about. And don't worry about the length. Don't worry about the format, the artwork. Let's just talk about ideas. What are you going to talk about? And you don't need to script this out. We're just brainstorming. What would your audience like to hear? What would you like to hear if you were listening to your show? Write that down. Just three of them. And then, don't not right now. If you're listening in a car, don't, don't do this now. But when you get done with that three episodes, just for giggles, do it again. Turn off the TV, turn off Netflix, turn off YouTube, turn off Hulu, turn off your email, turn off Blab, sit down and just think about all the ideas that you would like to talk about. And when you get done with that list, look at that. That is the seed that's going to be your podcast. Things like choosing a name and a website, that that can all be done in the future. But when you get those, this is what's going to grow and be the gift to your audience that's going to impact them in a positive way. But you've identified that, you know what, you didn't think you had a lot to say. Yeah, you do. And if you can't do this exercise, don't start a podcast. Now, I know I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. I think everyone should have a podcast. I think everyone has something to say. If you can't come up with three topics, then don't do it because you don't. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard. But if you can, then yeah, take down those ideas. And I've got worksheets that will help you hone these ideas. I've got resources to help you have input, like actual information just flowing into you to feed your ideas, to feed your creativity and make it easy to come up with an idea and another idea and another idea. Don't overthink this because you can start a podcast. You can. Now, if you you try to do this and you can't, well, then, yeah, this is this is where I differ, I think, from other people that are out there who just want you to sign up. I don't. If you can't come up with a couple ideas for your first couple episodes, then you're not ready. And it doesn't mean you'll never podcast. It means you might not be ready to podcast now. Because a podcast doesn't start with a microphone. The podcast starts with the idea. And if you can't get the idea, then now is not the time 
to buy the microphone and the website and the hosting and all that other tech stuff. So if you're brand new to podcasting, think about what you want to talk about. If you're not new to podcasting, ask yourself, are your topics, are your episodes in line with your goals? Because in the end, podcasting is about an idea. It's about a subject. And you want one that impacts your audience in a positive way. And with the holidays coming up here as I record this, we shouldn't be worried about giving someone a gift of an episode because we want them to open it up and go, oh my God, you made this for me? Thank you so much. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Kale over at the Faux Time uh, podcast, the other ham radio podcast. You can find him in amateurradio15.com. And he had sent me and said, Dave, have you ever heard of this yet? And it's called cleanfeed.net, who boasts on their website, broadcast quality audio links are now available to everyone. It's an easy-to-use audio link in your Chrome browser. Only one party needs an account, and there are no confusing costs. Just share a link, a higher-quality alternative to on-air phone calls, Skype, and expensive ISDN. It's free to use, including commercial use. So here is one of the things that makes me a little nervous because when you don't charge for things, and I'm sorry, this is using bandwidth. And the last time I checked, you can't buy bandwidth with a smile. And it says, you know, podcasters are using this, voiceovers are using this, tutors are using this, producers. And if I go to the contact page, there's not much about who this company is. If I go to their FAQ page, um, let's see here. It says your profile will be set up in mono for speech by default, but you can change it to stereo. Um, it doesn't look like there's much for support. It, it, they have some tips here in the event that you have echoes and things like that. And uh, I have not used this. So this is where I was saying um, they're using the Opus codec, whatever that means. I'm sure my buddy Mike Phillips would know. But it's a uh, it's a new tool. And these are some of the things I'm going to be talking about in the future. So that is one. Another one I'm going to be using that I'm going to play with is Squarespace. Now, if you have any insights into Squarespace, I know my buddy Max Flight over at AirplaneGeeks.com for the longest time was saying, eh. And my, my general opinion on Squarespace is if you want to keep things extremely simple, that um, Squarespace may not be a horrible option. But my biggest thing is, I'm not a fan of using anybody's RSS feed, which, again, just to, to recap what those are, it's kind of like your station's frequency, if you are a radio station. It's what people tune into. And you need to be able to maintain control of that. And I heard somebody say on Ask the Podcast Coach that, yeah, they you can redirect their feed now. And you can also use a company like Lipson or Blueberry and get those great stats so I'll be looking, I'll, I'll be going back because it's been a long time since I looked at Squarespace, 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 um, Squarespace to take another look and see what uh, what they're now bringing to the table. 
The other thing I'll be playing with is Podbean is another media hosting company that I'm still not 100% sold on them. Um, I've, I've, I keep hearing rumbles of people having problems with them. Um, I have been testing them out with the Clamorcast, but they have a crowdfunding tool now that is basically not a whole lot different than everybody else. And so I'll probably be kicking the tires on that. If you listen to the Clamorcast, you'll probably be hearing me uh, fire that up uh, just to see what it's like and see how it works in that whole nine yards. So those are some things I'm going to be doing in the future. And of course, if you have anything that you would like to talk about, by all means, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact and uh, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. couple quick updates on what's going on as well. If you uh, have a podcast and you're looking to have an accountability partner, if you're looking for one-on-one coaching, but maybe you can't afford the price of one-on-one coaching, check out castermind.com. This is my mastermind group. It's myself and three other people, and that could be one of you. And we basically meet once a month. Uh, we go over some goals. We talk about, you know, you'll get an honest opinion on your podcast, some insights from me on maybe where you can go, as well as the other people that are in the group. And this is something that's not for everyone. If you go over and fill out an application, uh, then I basically look at it, see what your goals are, because I want it to be a win-win. I want to be able to help you, but I have to make sure you're in the right spot. I've had some people that have signed up that don't have a podcast yet. This is not for people that don't have a podcast. That's what the School of Podcasting is for. That'll help you get going and get you kind of off that first level. I mean, there are plenty of things that are you know, kind of upper level at the School of Podcasting when it comes to, you know, growing your audience and things like that. It's not all 101 stuff, but if you're looking for a more personalized approach and you have a podcast, check out castermind.com. And also while I'm talking about it, my buddy Eric K. Johnson, who is the podcast talent coach, he and I do a show called the Podcast Review Show. So if you would just like an honest, um, what's it called? Constructive criticism and powerful praise is our tagline. If you'd like somebody to really tell you what your podcast, you know, our opinions are from both a content strategy and a technical side. Uh, we also look at your website as well. Uh, go over to podcastreviewshow.com. We have two ways of signing up. If you want to actually come on the show, and we're actually going to be doing those now as a blab, so you'll get our opinion and the audience's opinion. Um, you can, uh, but I know some people don't like they're a little nervous about getting live feedback, but to me, it's like, wow, it's like getting two consultants for the price of one. Uh, but if you'd rather not, there is a reduced fee where you basically give us an episode to listen to and we review it without you. So you still get our opinion, but you don't kind of get to ask questions and you're not live on the show and things of that nature. You'll still get promoted on our show. So you'll, you'll be featured on Blab. You'll be featured on my YouTube channel. You'll be featured on the podcast, obviously. So if you're interested in that, check it out at podcastreviewshow.com. School of Podcasting. With Dave Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to start off with some quick podcast success stories. Here again, podcasting is opening doors to people. You're connecting with your audience, so you're getting to know them a little better. Subscribe now at schoolofpodcasting.com. And as I record this, I'm thinking about it. By the time we get to next week's episode. It'll be November. Yeah, actually it will. It'll be November 2nd. So I want to talk about this now. I do this every year. And if you uh, 
have a podcast that you just love. Every time it shows up on your phone, you're like, oh, awesome. And you just jump to that one. This is what I want to know. I do this every year. Now, here's what's going to happen. I want you to record your answer. And here's what I'm looking for. Dave, this is my favorite podcast. And here's why. And then tell us a little bit about the show and why it's your favorite, uh, where we can find it. And also tell us a little bit about your show, right? My show is such and such and such. And then give me the like one line tagline where we such and such and such and such at such and such dot com because we want to give you some promotion as well. Now, I'm going to take that recording. I'm going to get it uh, transcribed. I'm going to turn it into a book and I sell it every year. And that will be the last episode of the year for me. It's a, kind of a tradition I started a couple years ago. And so, yeah, November, December 28th will be the last episode of the School of Podcasting's morning announcements. And it's an easy way to get lots of publicity. Just simply answer the question. Here's if I could only listen to one podcast. This is the one that I want to listen to that makes me the happiest, whatever it is, your favorite podcast and why. And then if you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash favorite, I'll have all the information there as well as a place where you can just upload the file, which is kind of cool. So again, get these in now because it's only, I'm only accepting applications now through the end of November because come December, I got to do all that work to turn it into a book. So I would love to know what's your favorite podcast and why. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash favorite. And there's, there'll be a place there where if you want to just record it right there, we'll use SpeakPipe, or you can upload the file if you've already recorded it, and you'll hear your smiling voice right here on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is going to do it for this edition of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements. I hope you found that beneficial. And I was thinking about this, you know, the, the whole kind of, it starts with an idea, because many of you already have a podcast, but I think sometimes it's good to go back to the basics. And look at, is my goal with my podcast in line with my message? So I, I, I hope you found something out of that. And I, I hope we also drive the point home that it's not the technology. It's really not. I've heard of people that will want to switch from Libsyn to Blueberry to Spreaker to SoundCloud to whoever. It's not the platform. It's the content. It's the content that's really going to grow your audience because the technology has very little to do with it once you get up and going. Now, I wouldn't recommend using archive.org. I cringe every time I hear somebody say that. It's just not what it's designed to do. You know, it's designed to use for historical aspects. And a lot of people are kind of, you know, again, painting with peanut butter. Can you do it? Yes. Should you do it? No. I know it's free, but come on. I would hate to see that service go away because people are kind of abusing it, but it's not the technology. And so hopefully today we got you thinking about your idea and your topics. And when you're ready to start a podcast, use the coupon code listener, L-A-S-T-E-N-E-R, and uh, get in before the price goes and changes. And uh, if you don't have a podcast yet, here's what you can do. It's kind of a win-win for everybody. Send me an email, dave at schoolpodcasting.com with the, the uh, headline, Quick Start. And here's how this works. You basically send that to me. I will send you a link where you can order hosting through a company I've been using for years. And this is if you don't have a website. And so when you order that through my affiliate link, I earn a commission. 
Now, that's how I win. How you win is I then give you a free month at the School of Podcasting Plus. But wait, there's more. I will actually install WordPress for you and a couple plugins to get you going. Now, your website's going to be very you know plain, but the the basement and the structure of the house is up, and then you can take it from there, and that's where the School of Podcasting comes in. You can watch the videos and pick up right where you left off. So if that's you, you don't have a website yet, and you want to start a podcast, send me an email with the phrase quick start and we'll get you going. And if you go, but Dave already have a website, then just use the coupon code listener and save on your first month. Get access to our awesome tutorials that will save you time, save you money from not buying the wrong equipment and not using the wrong tools. Plus, you'll get to network with other podcasters in our private Facebook group. And you'll have access to our office hours, which is where you just come and ask me anything. And, of course, I'm there anyway behind the scenes answering your email. So for more information, go to schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next week, class is dismissed. <laughs>